0: Welcome to King's Catch-Up with me, Mr. Tom Wilson, Deputy Head of Primary here at Reedy Creek, where we talk everything that is King's culture. Hello and welcome to the first ever King's Chat. I am your host for this time. This is Tom Wilson, Deputy Head of Primary here at Reedy Creek and Head of Culture and I get the uh, the honor to uh, meet and greet you at every morning at the end of the walkway, if you've seen me. Um, and I also get to speak to some pretty awesome people here in our King's community. So over the course of the next few days, weeks, months, and uh, who knows, maybe even years, I will be talking to some of our parents, some of our teachers, and even some of our students on some hot topics and the things that they want to talk about so please email me on twilson at kingscollege.qld.edu.au if there is something that you want to talk about something you want to share or something you you think needs to be addressed this could be the place for that to happen so uh, twilson at kingscollege.qld.edu.au if you have any cool ideas Um, no idea is a bad idea well except for a bad idea so please share that with me that would be awesome okay for this week's episode we are here with mrs amanda roberts our amazing campus librarian welcome miss roberts hi miss <laughs> <laughs> roberts loves the public spotlight and she is here to talk about everything that is uh the library first of all miss roberts how long have you been at king's christian college for
1: oh i've been here for over 15 years Wow,
0: well, 15 years so you started when you were just a, a young girl, <laughs> a young girl. Not quite. <laughs> so I love the library, you love the library. Why do we love the library, Miss Roberts?
1: Because a library is just such a fantastic place to go. Um, not only can you do um, research and reading, but it's just a place that you can go and be by yourself or be in quiet and get away and just relax.
0: Beautiful. Um, bit of a curly one now. Everything in the world is going digital, and the sad thing is, you hear, you know, you see more and more people getting out their Kindles, lying in bed with their Kobos, and you know they're watching, uh, you know, reading books online. Personally, I don't, I, I can't stand it. I love a hardcover. Um, can you see it going that way? Can you see your role as a librarian or libraries in schools becoming less and less relevant?
1: Um, no, I actually think in the information world, with more and more online information, there's actually more and more reasons to have a librarian because there is so much information, there's actually too much. You need someone to help you be able to decipher it, find it, find the correct information for you. So a librarian's role does a lot more than just hand out books. So yes, I can see that um, libraries are still just as important, um, can always be needed probably more now than ever. Um,
0: See, I I find the problem is like with a teenage boy, is that they're given questions and stuff online and they just don't know what to do with it. So they just Google the question, they find some information, they find the first source, they just dump it all in an assignment and then that's how they build their assignments these days. I find the quality of what they write is a lot, lot lower and I don't really feel like it's improved. Like as good as technology is, we can have instant access to questions. Mm. I don't I don't see that their work is any better than when I was in school. You'd think that would be, wouldn't be the case with, their, with that much knowledge at their fingertips. It seems like now they've become lazy in the actual, actual building and writing of, of pieces. Maybe that's just my personal experience, well, but I just...
1: I think what they do is go straight to Google and they look at the first source that comes up. There could be millions of pages of information and they don't actually know how to decipher and actually to see which one's authoritative. So they just go for the first one because that's easy. Mm. And instead of actually looking to see and and in we have classes in, in primary that I teach them how to find authoritative texts, do they even know who the author is? Do they know is it recent information? Is it old? Is it current? Is it um is it correct? Mm. <laughs> is it biased? um information that just by going straight to the first source will not give you so it's
0: very hard for a kid though isn't it to to actually be able to discern good from when they just see headlines
1: yes yep and that's what a part of a librarian's job is actually teach them how to do that and to know which things to look at and there are really easy ways to be able to find good quality information um and in most libraries, certainly our school library, we also have databases that have been set up just for certain subjects, for certain topics, so they can actually get quality, authoritative um, information without spending hours scrolling through um, Google. So yeah.
0: So um, I love reading. I um, that's my idea of a relaxing afternoon is to get a nice book and just chillax and read. Um, recently. I was reading a book and then another person said to me, oh, the film is so good. Do you find that people sometimes just watch the film instead of reading the book, you know? You know, like I know that a certain grade might be doing a certain war book. I'm not <laughs> going to say which grade. Um, let's just say that the movie's available. How <laughs> yes. tempting would that be for like a, a young boy, a young girl just to go stuff this. I'm watching the movie, you know?
1: And I'm sure it happens. Happens. Um, Can I say that they always change movies in the original text and teachers know whether the kid has watched the movie or actually read the book because there's always slight changes. But um, movies are great. Look, I've read books and then gone and seen the movies. I I love movies. But in a book, um, so much more can be described. Like you cannot describe what someone's thinking in a movie. You can only try to portray bits. And so I say to kids, like, if the book's great, I mean, if the movie's great, the book's a hundred times better.
0: Name name me now. I can't do this. I can't do it. I can't name <laughs> you a book. Uh, sorry, a movie that's better than the book.
1: Oh, a movie that's better.
0: Like you no, know, when every time yeah. I ch- every time somebody reads, this, oh, you should read the book. You should read the book. Yes. I'm sure kids are sick of hearing that. You should read the book, but it's true. Oh, absolutely. You cannot find a. A movie that is better yep. than the book I have okay. never I've oh, never nice found dance. it you know and no, neither either, by. And it's really painful I think they just can't you know like they want the answer and they can find the answer they can just YouTube it find mm-hmm. the ending of the film and just totally spoil it and they like you know when you read a book you just get that it's a delayed gratification isn't it it takes mm-hmm. a while it takes effort you gotta do it every night every night and then mm-hmm. you know you eventually get there yeah I think it's as you know we need to we need to teach our young people too. sometimes that delayed gratification is an important kind of lesson to learn isn't it rather Absolutely. than just getting the answer straight away and it kind of yes. really spoils it for me when they just kind of i know how it finishes someone mm-hmm. said to me that oh, i know how that film how that oh, book finishes i like, oh i wish they just ditched that film or... yes so frustrating
1: oh look i think that um reading a book it takes you into a world going into movie doesn't you're watching you're on the outside but when you're reading you actually get in the inside and and i don't know maybe i'm weird but after a book <laughs> and if it's a good book i'm still thinking about that book yeah like you know i'm still oh, what, wonder what happens here wonder what happens there so there's something about going into a place that you're involved in it you're a part of the story and maybe movies just can't do that your brain you're up on your, the screen. yeah your
0: your mind is Always going to be a lot better than what some director can kind of portray oh, it in a yes. two dimensional kind of way. Yeah. Your brain is always just so much better. I don't know. I, th- I read a book, The Book Thief. Yep.
1: Yeah. Great. And
0: I was like, wow. I, mm. You know, I, mean, I read it to my wife and it was like, what a fantastic book! What a letdown the movie was. Mm. It wasn't a terrible movie, mm. but the book was just next level. Like I was raving about it, and then I watched. it I was thinking, not even close. And yeah. I was really sad. So yeah, you know, go for the book every time. So. How much should we be reading? As parents, we should be encouraging our kids to read. First of all, obviously, we want them to read challenging books. We don't want them to be reading in a weird spot. So, how long, how often, what types, you know, what can you say Look, I say
1: to the grade five and six students, they should actually be reading 40 minutes a day. I know 20 minutes is fine, but, when you're reading a story, you've got to get into it. If you only read for five minutes, you are not actually getting involved in the story and it'll just be words on the paper. So that's why you need to actually read in big chunks so you actually get some of the story. Because mm. otherwise what happens, kids reads a line here and a line there. They're not getting it. They can't remember what they read last week.
0: Yeah.
1: And they don't get as... And then all of a sudden they go, oh, this book's boring. Yeah. And they get rid of it.
0: They're not getting so a chance, So you've
1: got to have a chunk. Yeah. I also tell... Um, even my high school classes that I go and speak, you've actually got to read the first three chapters. So the first chapter is introducing the environment. The second chapter is introducing the um, people in it. And the third chapter is starting to actually get into the plot. And like I say to all my, you know, classes that I have, at the end of the third chapter, if you don't enjoy it, go get another book. But you have to push through Mm. because I have kids that will read one or two pages and go, oh, this is boring. It's like...
0: You've got to give it a chance. Of you know, Like you don't
1: even know what's happening yet.
0: Yeah. I think <laughs> I, I had a similar thing. Like we did a, I think when I was in grade six teaching there, I gave them a 50 page. They had to get a 50 pages mm-hmm. before they decide whether they were going to carry on with it or yeah. maybe yeah. change it. You've got to give it a chance. You? Oh,
1: absolutely. And do you know what? Like not everyone likes certain foods. The same as not everyone likes different genres of books. Yeah. And, you know, we want our students to find the right kind of book for them. But I also do always stretch them to try new things because quite often I hadn't read a fantasy book for a long, long time and went, oh, didn't really interest me. Read a fantasy book and absolutely grabbed me. I loved it. So I actually read from every genre now um, because I think it's really important to be stretched and also for students not only to read fiction but also to read nonfiction and different types of texts um just stretching them making them understand they are different and they're for a different reason and a different purpose but it's good for them to be able to do that because in the future they will have to read different types of things when you're working you don't get to sit there and read a fantasy novel you may have to read an essay or a report so it's good for them to read different types of texts
0: what are you reading at the moment
1: oh look i actually just read two books on the weekend can you share them Yeah, except I can't remember the names of them. (laughs) So they're not in front of me. Um, But I read most of the books before they come into the library. So I read two primary books. Normally I read the high schoolers. um, But they were just two really good books. One about three children. One was a um, refugee boy, uh, a young boy who was a football player, and a young girl who was a hockey player. They were all in the same school. And the refugee boy couldn't speak much English so it's about three three different students from three different places I suppose yep. you could say types of people and where their world melds and it was just a really interesting awesome. read I think it'd be really good for year six yeah um, I'm not quite sure if they do still do for refugees but it'd just be lovely on that um so yeah that was a good one and then another fantasy one about a little girl in an orphanage and had unicorns and oh it's just when old.
0: you're not reading for school what do you like to read what's your favorite type of genre maybe
1: look I'm going to be honest yep. I always read for school so everything I read I read like all the time and I'm constantly that's we i buy books for the library every week so oh. i'm always i'd love to think that i've got time to read adult books but i actually so if there
0: was a like reading a book in a year competition you'd be pretty much well, you be pretty close to the top yeah i read a lot, <laughs> I, read a lot. I love it when you're when you're uh, um, a little girl what did you like to read what was your, uh, what was your when
1: i grew up i probably got a lot of um biographies Um, yeah I would mostly get like about Christian people in the past in their biographies and I just think biographies are fantastic for young people to actually see what people went through how they how they got through their life but how they overcome obstacles Corrie Ten Boom I have every one of her set I got when I was 10 to 13 years old and yeah so I enjoy that I enjoy all genres Um, sports fiction probably not my favourite go-to but I'll read them because I want to be able to recommend a book to any child that comes in our library so I have to read every one. Excellent.
0: And so if you're, if you're a kid now and you're singing, listening to this and you're going, yeah I want to read but I can I can never find something that suits you, what do they do?
1: Well absolutely, they can come into our library and I'm always there, just come and ask me and I, what I will do is I'll always ask students just a few questions. What was the last thing you read? What was the last book you liked? They might go, I don't know. Then I'll go, what movies do you like? And then I'll say, what TV shows? I, just so I can get a gist of who they are, what kind of things they like, because I don't, I want to put the right book into the right kid's hand. I don't want to pick the wrong one. Yep.
0: Yeah. So tell me about the library. When can we? When can we have access to the library? When can kids rock up and uh, have a read or ask you, you know, to help? With some book choices.
1: Well, in our main library, which is Grade 5 to Year 12, we're open for 8 in the morning and we're closed at 5 Monday to Thursdays and 8 on Fridays and 4.30 on Fridays. So you can come in any time. We're open all break times.
0: Thank you, uh, Miss Roberts, for coming in. And I'm sure we'll get you in during the year to talk again to us. Thanks for coming in.
1: Thank you so much. Bye.